millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. 
future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. All right, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? I think that we are live. Now, you guys probably saw the title to this uh, live stream here, and you're probably thinking, Nick, what in the hell? Have you lost your mind? The title of this video, Arizona Attorney General Might Actually Take Action, is probably very startling to a lot of you guys that have followed this channel uh, for a long time because you know that Marky Mark Burnovich, the nunchuck swinging dipshit, is my my mortal enemy, my arch nemesis, okay? And, and pretty much all of us have resigned to the fact that this guy is part of the swamp, the deep state, and he has absolutely no integrity whatsoever. He did absolutely nothing about the 2020 election and, in fact, was part of the cover-up, the steal. The man certified the election. Uh, you know, even worse than that, he went on national television and said that he saw no evidence of fraud and that, you know, looking at the numbers, there's absolutely no way that Trump can win. And the dude was absolutely part of the same... Uh, you know, John McCain swamp in Arizona, and he's he's done absolutely nothing. So, you're looking at the, the title of this video and saying, "What what the hell is Nick talking about?" And so we're going to get into that. Uh, last night there was a letter that was sent out, released by the Attorney General's Election Integrity Unit, and it was a letter sent to the Maricopa County Attorney demanding answers to all of the treachery that happened on on Election Day, November eighth. Now, when I first saw this, I was like, oh, here we go again. This is nothing more than uh, what happened in 2020 with Sharpie Gate. I mean, I basically had PTSD. I saw this letter, and it was almost identical to the setup that we saw on November 4th, 2020 from the Attorney General's office. I don't know if you guys remember this, but on Election Day, November 3rd, 2020, the Attorney General's office received hundreds of complaints that Sharpies were bleeding through ballots and causing people's votes to be canceled, right? And so um, I actually went back and pulled pulled up this tweet. On November 4th, Mark Burnovich put out a letter which said, We have received hundreds of voter complaints regarding Sharpies at polling locations. Accordingly, we sent this letter to Maricopa County election officials, and uh, let's get some answers. So I'm not going to re- read the letter, but I want you guys to... To look at this, so this was a letter that was sent by the uh, what's the deputy solicitor general, Michael S. Catlett, to um, Maricopa County, right, and their attorneys, and this was regarding Sharpiegate. Now, just one day later, on November fifth, twenty twenty. The Attorney General's office concluded the investigation into Sharpiegate and said, having received and reviewed your correspondence, the AGO is satisfied that the mere use of Sharpie brand markers at voting centers in Maricopa County did not result in disenfranchisement. While AGO will continue to follow up on complaints or concerns about Election Day received from individual voters, AGO considers the broader issues it raised in my correspondence yesterday to be concluded at this time. Right? So 
That's, that's what happened in 2020. The Attorney General's office received hundreds of complaints about Sharpiegate, and they opened an investigation the next day on November 4th and concluded the investigation the following day on November 5th and said there's nothing to see here. Right? So when we get to November uh, 19th, 2022, following another botched election cycle, and the Attorney General's office puts out a letter demanding answers from Maricopa County, I immediately thought to myself, well, uh, I've already been here, done that. I know exactly how this goes. What he's doing is he's, he's putting a ball on the tee for the election officials to lie through their teeth, fact check everything, then he's going to close the investigation, and then basically what that's going to do is set a precedent uh, for anybody else that wants to question the election. They'll say, well, we already investigated that, and we concluded that everything was on the up and up. Right. So that was my initial immediate reaction that that's where this is going. However, however, and this is a big however, I did a little bit more digging into this letter sent out by the attorney general's office. And I got to say, I am very <laughs> I'm very uh, encouraged and confused right now to the possibility that there might actually be. Something more going on here. Uh, something that could result in probably not accountability. Like, I don't think that anybody's going to be prosecuted. But I think that there might actually be an attempt to get to the bottom of what happened on Election Day. And I'll tell you why. So remember, the letter that I showed you just a second ago, um, the letter was sent out by the Deputy Attorney General, Michael S. Catlett. From the Attorney General's office, right? That was the one from the 2020 election. The letter that we got yesterday is from somebody completely different. Okay? Now, let's actually pull up that letter because I don't think... I'm pretty sure not all of you have read the letter. And it is definitely worth the read. Okay? So, this is the letter that was released yesterday from the office of the Arizona uh, Attorney General. And the first thing I want you to notice is that this letter is from Jennifer Wright. Not Michael S. Catlett this time. This is from Jennifer Wright, the Assistant Attorney General. And it is directed to Mr. Thomas Liddy of the Maricopa... He's the uh, Maricopa County's attorney, right? So here's the letter. Dear Mr. Liddy, the Elections Integrity Unit of the Arizona Attorney General's Office has received hundreds of complaints since Election Day. Now, you can imagine... Me remembering that letter from 2020, when I first saw that sentence, we've received hundreds of complaints, it kicked in my PTSD. I, I, I had a flashback to 2020 and Sharpie Gate, just based off that first sentence, and I jumped the gun and I said, oh, here we go again. Okay, but, but, stick with me, because I want you guys to, uh, I want you guys to understand that there's more than meets the eye here, and this is actually more encouraging than I thought last night. Okay, so let's continue reading. Um, we received hundreds of complaints on Election Day pertaining to issues related to the administration of the 2022 general election in Maricopa County. These complaints go beyond pure speculation, but include first-hand witness accounts that raise concern regarding Maricopa's lawful compliance with Arizona election law. Furthermore, statements made by both Chairman Gates and Recorder Richer, along with information Maricopa County released through official 
modes of communication appear to confirm potential statutory violations of Title 16. So already, this is very different than the letter from 2020. We're saying that based on statements from Gates and and, and Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer, they're admitting to violating Arizona statute. Okay, so that's pretty that's pretty big. We're saying uh, based on public statements these people have made and based on the statutes in Arizona, these people have already admitted to breaking the law. So pursuant to the AGO's authority under ARS 16-1021, the unit hereby requests Maricopa formally respond to and address the following concerns that have been raised. Election Day Ballot-on-Demand Printer Configuration Settings. According to Maricopa County, at least 60 voting locations had issues related to some ballot-on-demand printers having printer configuration settings that were non-uniform. Now, I have to do this the hard way because I'm technically challenged. So in order to change pages, I Okay, there we go. Which appear to have resulted in ballots that were unable to be read by on-site ballot tabulators. Based on sworn complaints submitted by election workers employed by Maricopa County, the BOD printers were tested on Monday, November 7, without any apparent problems. Many of those election workers report that despite the successful testing the night before, the tabulators began experiencing problems reading ballots printed by the BOD printers within the first 30 minutes of voting on Tuesday, November 8, 2022. So that's a very great question. We need some answers here. You had a logic and accuracy test the day before, and everything was working fine. But we get to election day the next day, and immediately, 30 minutes into the election, all of a sudden they're not working. So what happened here? Based on the plethora of reports from election workers, poll observers, and voters combined with Maricopa County's admission that there were in fact widespread problems related to non-uniform BOD printer configuration settings, the unit requests that Maricopa County provide a comprehensive report detailing with specificity, one, the voting locations that had problems with either BOD printers or tabulation, uh, the specific problems at each voting location, any other issues related to BOD printers and or tabulators, that may have contributed to the problems at voting locations, a comprehensive log of all changes to the BOD printers, printer configuration settings to include the identity of individuals making changes. Okay, so check this out. Jennifer Wright wants to know if there were any changes made to the printer, and she also wants to know who made those changes. So she's kind of suggesting here that there had to have been some sort of configuration change made from the time that you guys tested the equipment to the time that you ran the election. Okay, and so what happened there and who actually did it? <clears throat> um, so, Maricopa County standards for the BOD printer configuration settings as specified in internal technical specifications and or manufacturer technical specifications, the precise time the non-uniform printer configuration settings were found to be the root cause of the problem and the method used to update or reconfigure the printer configuration settings at each voting location, specifically if technicians were sent to the voting location, when, when were they deployed in the field, and when did they make the changes at each voting location alternatively, if the network administrator was able to make universal changes 
Please detail when and how the printer configuration settings were corrected. So check this out. Here's what was very weird on election day. Okay? They said that there was problems with the BOD printers in the configuration settings, right? And then they said this was happening widespread at like 60 different polling locations. And then they said once they identified the problem, they were able to fix it like instantaneously. Now, how is it that you were able to fix the BOD printers and the configuration settings instantaneously without sending technicians to 60 different polling locations? Which, which would take a lot of time and a lot of manpower, which I don't think that they had at their disposal. Um, so what, what Jennifer Wright is suggesting here is that this configuration change was done remotely, like via the internet. And if it was done to, if it was done remotely to correct the problem, maybe it was done remotely to screw up the configuration settings in the first place. So she wants answers. She wants people's identities. Okay. Um, now we also had uh, we had multiple problems. We also had election day checkout procedures which violated the law. And notice that she puts in quotation checkout, suggesting that that's not even a thing. Like when people go to vote, they check in, and the you know the 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 election workers look up them in the the electronic poll pads and check voters in before they're given a ballot, right? And I when I voted, I don't remember ever checking out. I don't know if that's even a thing. And Jennifer Wright seems to be suggesting through the quotations like election day checkout procedures. Like, what does that even mean? So she says, following widespread reports of problems at voting locations on election day, Chairman Gates publicly stated that voters who had already checked in to e-poll book but were having difficulties voting could check out, again in quotation marks, of that voting location and would be able to nonetheless vote in another voting location. Based on sworn complaints received by the unit, not only have poll workers reported that they were not trained and or not provided with information on how to execute checkout procedures, but many voters have reported the second voting location required the voter to cast a provisional ballot as the e-poll books maintained the voter had cast a ballot in the original voting location. In fact, Arizona law specifically prohibits provisional ballots to be counted when a voter has signed multiple poll books. If the voter's name is not signed on the roster, and if there is no indication that the voter voted at an early ballot, the provisional ballot envelope shall be opened and the ballot shall be counted. If there is information... Got to change pages again. Showing the person did vote, the provisional ballot shall remain unopened and shall not be counted. Please provide a detailed report indicating when and how poll workers were trained and or provided with procedures on how to check out voters from one voting location so they could lawfully vote in another location. So she wants to know. Um... How, like, did you even train the election workers, the poll workers, on how to so-called check out voters? Because if not, then how can you possibly instruct, make instructions to poll workers on things that you never train them on, on doing? Right? And she's suggesting that people were checking in at one polling location, not being able to vote, then being sent to another location, and they were told that they already voted. So... 
I mean, what do you call that? That's voter suppression, isn't it? I mean, if you're, if you're sending me to a second polling location in the first place, that's voter suppression. But then when I get to the second polling location, you're telling me that I've, I've already voted? I mean, this, this, is, this, is a, this is a crime. And Jennifer Wright is absolutely calling them out, saying this violates Arizona statute. Again, this is very different from the letter we received in 2020. It was more like... Well, we got a hun- hundreds of complaints saying that sharp <coughs> excuse me, sharpies bled through ballots and caused mass adjudication. Um, can you answer these questions and blah blah blah. The county, they put out a statement and just fact-checked all that stuff and then the attorney general's office just accepted it. They didn't look into it any further. They and and the attorney general's office never accused them of violating any law. This time, the attorney general um Assistant Jennifer Wright is actually citing Arizona statute that they violated. Okay? So, we also had the ballots dropped in door number three. And and so, this section is titled, Ballots Deposited in Door 3 and Statutorily Required Election Board Closeout Duties. Due to widespread problems in non-uniform printer configuration settings, many voters were unable to tabulate their ballots on Election Day using on-site tabulators. Instead, voters were instructed to depo- deposit their ballot in door number 3. According to statements by Chairman Gates, Recorder Richer, and Maricopa County official communications, door three ballots were transported to Maricopa County Tabulation and Center to be tabulated by the uh, High Pro 821 or Canon tabulators at Central Count. So, so basically, the, the ballots were put in door number three, and then they were transported to a Central Tabulation Center to be counted on different machines than the machines used at the polling locations. Maricopa County appears to have failed to adhere to the statutory guidelines in segregating, counting, uh, counting, tabulating, tallying, and transporting the, the door three ballots. In fact, Maricopa County has admitted that in some voting locations, door three non-tabulated ballots were commingled with tabulated ballots at the voting location. Okay, so... I thought this was a rumor. Apparently, this is actually confirmed and has been reported um, where they they were told to put these ballots in a separate bin. They called it door number three. And they were supposed to be tabulated at the, the tabulation center later. But apparently what happened is those ballots were actually mixed in with the ballots that had already been counted. And so... Jennifer Wright is calling this out as well. Further, we have received a sworn complaint from an election observer indicating that more than 1,700 door three non-tabulated ballots from one voting location were placed in black duffel bags that were intended to be used for tabulated ballots, again, commingling them with tabulated ballots, pursuant to Arizona law. Maricopa County was required to complete reconciliation of ballots cast against check-ins at the voting locations before leaving the voting location, not at central count. Please provide a copy of each voting location's official ballot report, including any discrepancies in the report and explanations for any such discrepancies. Please also provide a written statement clarifying the reconciliation that appears to have occurred at central count on or around November 16th, 2022. Finally, 
please provide a written report regarding how many ballots were commingled, how many ballots were placed inside the black duffel bags uh, intended for, and we're at the last page here. I wanted to read all this. I wanted to read the whole thing so that you guys can just understand how, how hard Jennifer Wright is going after this. Tabulated ballots. I'm sorry, Jennifer Wright, yeah. Tabulated ballots, how and when Maricopa became aware of the related problems and how these problems were ultimately resolved. Arizonans deserve a full report and accounting of the myriad problems that occurred in relation to Maricopa County's administration of the 2022 general election. As the canvas is looming and these issues relate to Maricopa County's ability to lawfully certify election results, the unit requests a response to the aforementioned issues on or before Maricopa County submits its, uh, its official canvas to the Secretary of State, which must occur on or before November 28th. So as of right now, they have eight days to respond and issue a report. All right? And I want... Okay, so... I want to tell you what changed my mind regarding the possibility that the Attorney General's office might actually be taking action. So, here's what changed my mind. First and foremost, um, it was, you know, my my initial black-pilled take on Telegram where I was like, seen this before, not going to let you fool me. I I said this, I said, fool me with your nunchucks once. Shame on you. Fool me with your nunchucks twice. Shame on me. I'm not going for this. This is bullshit. I'm not buying it. That's what I said on Telegram. (laughs) And so what caused me to change my mind, or at least consider the possibility that this this time might be a little bit different? Well, first it it was posed as a question to me. Do we know anything about Jennifer Wright? Um, you know, like, I've I've gotten to I've gotten to know some of the people at the Attorney General's office as a bunch of swamp creatures, right? But I I don't think I had heard the name Jennifer Wright before. So I said, well, I, I that deserves that that question deserves to be answered. Let's see if we can find anything about Jennifer Wright. And so I did a little bit of I did a little looking, all right. And what I had come to find is very encouraging and i want to share that with you guys and that's the entire basis of me going live so uh check this out let me pull this article up and in the meantime please smash the like button and subscribe to this channel gotta throw that out there while i oh there we go okay so check this out this is from august 2022 2019 all right so this was this was back in the early stages when the Arizona Attorney General's Office formed the Election Integrity Unit in the first place. Okay? The Election Integrity Unit, I believe, was formed in 2019. And this is a scathing uh, rebuke from the Arizona Mirror about the Attorney General's first hire to the Election Integrity Unit. They say that the AG's hire for Election Integrity Unit has fueled Bogus election fraud claims. Now, can you guess who that they're who they're talking about and who they're criticizing here? The answer is Jennifer Wright. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, the mainstream media had a big problem with Brnovich hiring Jennifer Wright to the election integrity unit. Now, why is that? 
Well, let's talk about it. So, as his first hire for an elections integrity unit, whose mission will partly be to shoot down unfounded allegations of election fraud, Attorney General Mark Burnovich hired a lawyer whom Democrats accused of fueling such rumors herself years ago. During the 2012 election, Wright co-chaired Verify the Vote Arizona, which sought to train poll watchers, ensure election integrity, and combat potential election fraud. The group, which is no longer active, was associated with True the Vote, a conservative Houston-based organization with a stated goal of fighting voter fraud and which critics on the left accuse of engaging in voter suppression. In the last four years, oh, this is a quote from Jennifer Wright, that they're, they're citing to make it appear that she's an election-denying conspiracy theorist. So this is a quote from Jennifer Wright. Quote, In the last four years, we've all been made aware that there are forces at work to steal from the people by manipulating the vote. We are committed to putting a stop to voter fraud and manipulation, but we cannot do it without you, Wright said in a video on her group's website. Bernovich's administration made it clear that it hoped to use the new unit to shoot down such allegations of voter fraud. Um, damn. Sorry, I'm reading my highlighted portions of this article, but it, it, it's, it's probably not making sense the way I'm jumping around here. But basically, what they're trying to say here in this article, their criticism of, of Bernovich hiring Jennifer Wright is, I thought that the election integrity unit was formed to combat misinformation and disinformation about election fraud. I thought that you were forming this unit to basically cover up the election fraud, and here you're hiring a conspiracy theorist associated with a Houston-based election-denying uh, organization called True the Vote. And they just, they had a conniption fit. And guess who else had a big problem with this hiring of Jennifer Wright? None other than Secretary of State Katie Hobgoblin, a Democrat, a Democrat who questioned Wright's hiring. Hobbs said Bernovich has made an interesting choice given the initial objectives outlined for this unit. So let me just let me just put it this way. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. If the Arizona Mirror and Secretary of State had a problem with Jennifer Wright's hiring onto the election integrity unit, then maybe she ain't so bad after all. If they're calling her an election-denying conspiracy theorist, then maybe she ain't so bad. You know what I mean? Um, and here's the thing. I had to ask myself, where was she in 2020, though? I had to ask myself that. And it could very well be, uh, there's a strong possibility that Jennifer Wright, who has integrity... I've, I've asked around, and I've heard nothing but good things about Jennifer Wright. But it could very well be that Jennifer Wright was forced to take a back seat in the 2020 election, where the, the, the top brass at the Attorney General's office and the leadership kind of boxed her out of the way and suppressed her from actually uh, doing anything substantial. But in this election, we have a, a different situation. You know... Outside of our echo chamber, um, the problem with Sharpie Gate really didn't reach the masses, right? But what happened in this November midterm... 
Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. It it is it it was I would say twenty times more disastrous than the election in twenty twenty because you had something like thirty percent of the machines straight up not working. Okay, you 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 had th- thousands upon thousands of people being turned away because they didn't want to stand in long lines, right? You had people being disenfranchised, and you had this door number three thing where you took people's ballots to um, a separate location, and it was just basically a massive, massive spectacle, and not to mention, it took you over a week to count. They're still counting. It took you over a week to count. 
And we had a conflict of interest where the Secretary of State is overseeing the election where she's a candidate. So this, this election has has caused massive scrutiny. Um, I, I don't want to jump to say it more so than the 2020 election, but definitely equal to, if not greater. And the fraud was more blatant. It was more obvious. I mean, I don't think anybody can argue with the fact that voters were suppressed on election day. I mean, even a Democrat will admit that to you when none of the machines work. And people are literally being turned away. And people are being sent to second locations where they can't vote there either. So, I would suggest the possibility. And I'm not... Look, I'm just throwing this out there as a possibility. It could be that Mark Burnovich is in a position where the amount of scrutiny has gotten so big that he has to, at the very least, give the appearance that he's doing something about it. Okay, and so perhaps he put the ball in Jennifer Wright's court and said, you do it, you deal with it. Okay, and it just so happens that Jennifer Wright actually has integrity, actually is somebody who wants to get to the bottom of this. And so now she's in charge. Somehow, some way, Jennifer Wright, has gotten to spearhead this investigation. And I don't know how and I don't know why, but the fact that she's the one in charge is a good thing. That's all I wanted to tell you guys. I wanted to tell you the fact that Jennifer Wright is in charge on this is a good thing. Okay, so I had to I had to talk about this because previously I had taken the most black pill take on the internet where I said this is this is a, a, another cover-up job. This is another con job from Brnovich. Now, it, it still could be. It still could be. But I'm more encouraged than I was last night. A little bit more encouraged. And I wanted to give you guys a little bit of encouragement as well. So, <clears throat> nunchuck... I, I, I've called Mark Brnovich a nunchuck swinging cuck. And that's exactly what he is. It ain't him doing it. Did you guys see this idiot's most recent Twitter posts. Like, this this guy is such a joke, and he's so tone-deaf. He just he doesn't even know how tone-deaf that he is. Look at this. We just had an election stolen 10 days ago, and this is what he's posting to social media. I'm acting governor for the next two days. Should I, A, choose a Grateful Dead song for the state anthem, B, delay Call of Duty releases until after football season, or C, ban all political talk on Thursday? <laughs> I mean, what a dipshit. This guy, in his, in his bio, has hashtag nunchuck enthusiast. He's completely tone deaf, completely out of touch, has absolutely no idea how much he looks like a total jackass. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe he's just extremely stupid and incompetent. You know, we like to read deeply into things and say that, you know, they're all they're all working together, they're they're all deep state actors. Maybe he's just an idiot. I don't know. And 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 so thank God that he actually put somebody in charge here who has integrity and knows what to look for, knows Arizona law like the back of her hand, specializes in election integrity, and is not afraid to call out the corrupt actors Bill Gates and Stephen Richer. So, 
I, I don't know. Where is this going to go? I genuinely have no idea. Somebody pointed this out to me that, you know, they're demanding answers on the 28th by the 28th. And the Board of Supervisors will probably just say, hey, we need an extension. We need a little extension. You know, you guys asked us a lot of questions, and we just, uh, you didn't give us enough time to answer them. So please, let us take another six months to answer all these questions. Or at least just, just we'll answer them the day after the election is certified. How about that? And so then it, it, it's going to come down to the top brass at the Attorney General's office whether or not they're willing to um, hold these people accountable, right? And I know that that's not going to happen. So I guess I just answered my own question there. We have Jennifer Wright calling out the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, Stephen Richard, the county recorder, and citing Arizona law that they violated. But what's probably going to happen is the Board of Supervisors are going to try to delay answering these questions. And then when it comes to actually um, holding them accountable, like prosecuting them, then that's going to go back to the top brass at the Attorney General's office. So I'm I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not holding my breath here that these people are going to go to jail. What I am saying is there's a legit investigation. There's an attempt happening There's a legitimate attempt to get to the bottom of it and expose the crimes that were committed on November 8th. And that is, uh, I'll tell you what, that's better than what we got after the 2020 election. Now, uh, Brnovich was bribed, they say. He got a few million in crypto and a key to a dumb city for himself and his family. (laughs) A dumb city? You mean like the deep underground military bases? Okay. Okay. Where'd you get uh, elaborate labyrinth? Where'd you get that information? I'd love to know. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to see we'll have to see how they try to spin and wiggle their way out of this one. It's not like they're just going to be like, "Yeah, sorry, we violated a bunch of laws and we we committed crimes and uh, we rigged an election." Whoops! They're not going to do that. <laughs> They're definitely not going to do that. They're not going to come back. And what they're going to try to probably do is answer all the questions with their so-called fact checks and cover up the cover up the cover up their their crimes with lies, and hope that the attorney general's office will accept them just like they did after 2020. Oh, Robert Robert Walters, thank you, sir. Uh, Twenty dollar uh, Rumble rant. Agent Orange here again. You still buying diapers? Get some. Good to see you. Keep fighting the good fight. Yes, I'm still buying diapers. My son hasn't figured out how to stop pooping his pants, and I don't think he's going to stop anytime soon, so I really appreciate the diaper money. Thank you so much. Agent Orange, you uh, you changed your, your name. I remember when you would troll Behizzy a lot, and I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, so that, that that's pretty much that in terms of what's going on in Arizona. There was another story that I wanted to cover, which I find very interesting, um, because it's like I'm having deja vu all over again. If you guys remember, one of my most popular videos that I've ever posted here on, on Rumble was when we had a discrepancy, let's call it, in DeKalb County, where there was a county commissioner race in DeKalb County, where there was um, there was three candidates, right? 
it was if I if I recall correctly, Mich- uh, Michelle Long Spears, somebody Orson, and somebody else. Okay, so I don't remember, but there were three candidates in the county commissioner race, and Michelle Long Spears received the least amount of votes, something like twenty three point five four percent of the vote, and. Uh, the other candidates received like 48 and something else. I don't know. God, my memory's terrible. That that's that's impossible. Um anyways, sorry, I'm trying to remember something from a long time ago to put this into context the story I'm about to show you guys. Basically what happened? In DeKalb County, Georgia, there was a county commissioner race where Michelle Long Spears received the least amount of votes and then she went around to different polling locations, different precincts, and noticed that despite the fact she received 23% of the vote, there were precincts where she received zero votes at all, including her own precinct where she was like, "I know I voted for myself, and so did my husband, and so did my friends." So there's no way that I received zero votes at my own precinct. That doesn't make sense. So she demanded a hand recount, and the hand recount was done, and the numbers were completely different from what the Dominion machine said. In fact, they were so different that Michelle Long Spears went from last place to first place, and they flipped the outcome of that election. Right, so we've we've had this happen before, where an election is run in Georgia, and then discrepancies are found, and it's so massive that it actually flips the results of the election. You would think that that would be all the evidence you need to get rid of the Dominion machines, right? But nope, just goes to show that the process works because we caught it, right? That's what they try to say. This doesn't prove anything. This just proves that. Our election process and procedures are perfect because we caught it. We caught the we caught the the glitch, the human error, and we fixed it. And so here we have another situation. This is the story I wanted to pull up. Uncounted votes on memory card flips election race in Georgia. So they found another memory card with a bunch of votes on it in Cobb County, Georgia, and it was enough to change the outcome of the election and they had to recertify the election, I believe. The election race was originally won by Madeline Orokina, but after uncounted ballots were found on a memory card, Lynette Burnett was declared the winner. Cobb County, Georgia election officials discovered 789 uncounted ballots from the Kennesaw 3A precinct, which caused Burnett to win by 31 votes. In response to the election race being flipped, Orakina told Fox News, I was really shocked. I had a lot of questions. Yeah, me too. In an, un- in an official statement, Cobb County Elections Director Janine Evler stated, Unfortunately, once found, we did upload it, and it changed the outcome of the Kennesaw City Council race. Cobb County election officials will not conduct... Hold up. This is wrong. This is wrong. The Gateway Pundit says they will not conduct a recount of the election, but they will. They will conduct a recount. And that's a typo. That's an error. Mr. Jim Hoff. Jim. Jim, brother, you got to fix this one. They will conduct a recount because the race was decided by only 31 votes. But it's, I, see, I don't even know anything about the candidates, but um, <laughs> they always seem to find votes for 
the Democrat, right? They always seem to find votes for either the Democrat or the establishment rhino almost almost every single time. So I haven't even looked up these candidates, you know, but I, I would I would just I would just make a guess that this person that they found votes for is probably either the Democrat or the Rhino. I don't know. But yeah, we have yet another election overturned due to human error, glitch, discrepancy in the state of Georgia. That's two times. Two times. In the last two elections. Okay? Now you stole the 2020 election, but you didn't fix it. But every single election, there's massive, massive discrepancies. And it just makes you wonder. How many elections have been decided and certified where if you did a hand count of the paper ballots, you would find a complete and total different result than what the Dominion machines reported? How many times have memory cards gone astray and votes never tabulated affect the outcome of the election? How many times has that happened? We don't know. We don't know. Because even when this does happen, which should prompt a massive statewide investigation into anywhere else this possibly could have happened, nothing happens. They just say, oh, we caught it, and we certified the election, and there's no need to look anywhere else. That's what I'm saying. But, you, you know, it, you wouldn't have any of these issues. You wouldn't have any of these discrepancies. You wouldn't have any of these issues if you, if you hand-counted paper ballots. It, it would solve all of these problems. It would save you so much money. So much money. But for some reason, we're told that these machines make things more efficient. Uh, they make things faster. They make it easier for us to vote. They're more accessible. But why is it that every single election we have an absolute disaster, a shit show? Because these machines are unreliable and they can't be trusted. If you have an election in the biggest county in the frickin' country, Maricopa County, which has, you know, Phoenix, it's one of the, if not the biggest counties in the frickin' country, and 30% of those people, their votes are disenfranchised from voting machines not working. It's time to get rid of the damn machines across the country. I mean, what more evidence do you need? Now, the good news is, I, after this election, I've seen actually a lot of support from the other side demanding the same things that we're demanding to get rid of these machines. Like, I don't know if you guys saw what happened in Harris County, where they were running out of paper ballots and machines were not working in Harris County, Texas. But that actually didn't just happen to Republican precincts. It happened to Democrat precincts as well. And so you had people, I've seen videos of people crying, crying that they served in the military, and yet they they were unable to vote on Election Day. And these videos went viral on like TikTok and stuff like that. So the information is actually reaching the other side of the aisle, and more people than ever are kind of... It's funny how both sides are kind of lining up on a lot of different issues. Like, uh, the left started with the whole, you know, defund the police crap. And we were like, back the blue! Back the blue! And then 
the FBI started kicking in the door of Gold Star Moms and raiding the former president and were like, defund the FBI! Defund the FBI! Abolish the FBI! And then, like, the left, we were screaming that, you know, elections are stolen, ban the Dominion machines, and now the left is, is screaming the same thing. It's like we're all coming together on certain issues, slowly by surely. And, uh... It's almost it's almost funny to watch. So, yes, these machines are cheating machines. Get rid of them. These are uniparty machines. Yeah, man. We got to get rid of the damn dirty Dominion machines. Because, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the freaking Dominion machines, Dominion, had an office in Toronto, Canada, which they shared... With George Soros. George Soros Open Society. Like, they shared an office floor in Toronto, Canada with the biggest Democrat donor by by a massive margin. And you don't think that there's actually a connection, that they're actually working together? You know? George Soros, uh, what's what's the guy's name that owns Smartmatic? Um... So what's what's the Lord Mark Malik Brown or whatever the guy that owns Smartmatic is also like on the board of directors at, of George Soros Open Society, and and the, it's like <laughs> it's like people don't know or don't remember the fact that Dominion actually contributed to Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign. They contributed to her presidential campaign, like something very small, like $50,000. But Dominion donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign and shared an office with George Soros in Toronto, Canada. And they want you to believe that this is a, a, a non-partisan voting, voting software company. It's all a bunch of baloney, man. It's all a bunch of malarkey. So anyways... I just wanted to go live today. I decided I was going to talk about the Attorney General. One last thing. I want to know uh, what you guys think about Trump being reinstated on Twitter. That That is freaking epically massive. Okay? I didn't know if Elon was going to do it or not. But I am so, so excited about that. Because, you know, you have to think about... the. The age that we live in where social media presence is very important. And Donald Trump has decided to run in 2024. Now he has Truth Social, but it's not nearly it's not nearly the platform that that Twitter is um unfortunately. And he's banned off of Facebook, YouTube, uh Twitter. He's banned off of every single social media platform and has very little social media presence outside of true social which is pretty much in an echo chamber let's be honest of his most loyal ardent followers people that are already going to vote for him so i was thinking to myself when he announced 2024 i was like it's going to be difficult to win an election where you have no social media presence and i mean how is that even possible but so I was I was like really skeptical about whether or not Elon was going to do it or whether he wasn't going to do it. And I'm just so I'm so pleased to see that Elon has at least 
at least shown some level of integrity and commitment to free speech by reinstating President Trump, because that was one of the most egregious violations of the First Amendment I have ever seen in my life. Big tech, which we know colludes with the federal government, which we know uh, provides backdoor portals to state actors to censor on behalf of the government, which is a blatant violation of the First Amendment, they silenced a sitting U.S. president. They silenced him on, I I think, January uh, 7th, 2021, while he was still in office. That was one of the most sickening, egregious constitutional violations I've ever seen in my life. It made me genuinely sick to my stomach, man, because I'm one of these people that, like, free speech to me is, is, is everything. Free speech is so sacred um, because it's the foundation for all the other rights which we have in this country. Um, I mean, we were pretty much given the Second Amendment so we can protect the First Amendment. And it was just... It just made me sick to my stomach, man. So to see Donald Trump announce 2024, then be reinstated on Twitter, man, it, it just like sent chills up my spine. I'm like, man, this is freaking crazy. Now, the question is whether or not he's going to use it and go back on his previous statements that he has no intention of ever returning to Twitter. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering if he's going to stick to that or if he's going to see that it's actually sort of a necessity um, for for in terms of engagement to be successful in his 2024 presidential campaign. I'm wondering if he's going to change his mind. And in fact, I actually hope that he does. You know, I hope that he does. The presidential ban is actually the start of the downfall of the cabal. I think that woke a lot of people up, man. You know what was disappointing and pretty shocking? The fact that Elon Musk took a poll, and mind you, I know that it was largely influenced by bots and trolls, but the fact that um, 48% of people said not to reinstate Trump, it's like, you guys have absolutely, you're the most un-American, sickening people. You, you, how, how can you possibly justify censoring a former U.S. president, whether you love him or hate him. I would never advocate for the censorship of even Joe Biden, who's an illegitimate U.S. president. I would never I would never advocate for the, the silencing of Ob- Obama. Because it doesn't, for me, it doesn't matter how much I disagree with you. I could even hate you. But I will still defend your right to to speak your mind. You know, like, you, 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 I, I don't get, just because I disagree with you doesn't give me some sort of authority over you, or doesn't give me some sort of superiority in the, like, the, the reason I find, the reason I think it's so important to be unbiased in, in terms of who, whose defense that you come to, um, when, when people's rights are violated is because, if it's happening to them, one day it's going to happen to you, right? I mean, you ha- you have to defend free speech absolutely. It doesn't matter who it's happening to, because if, if it's happening to them, one day it's going to happen to you. And I tried to tell people on the left that, and they just refused to listen. 
Yeah, they're communists. That's exactly what they are. They're freaking communists. So, I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited that Trump is being reinstated back on Twitter. Very exciting times. I'm still... Look, I'm still... I am still of the belief that President Trump cannot win an election until we fix the problems, get rid of the machines, um, the mass scale mail-in voting, the ballot harvesting, the blatant crimes. I don't think that he can win unless we fix that stuff. But I will say this. Just the fact that he's running, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun two years. <laughs> you know, no matter what happens, it's gonna be a freaking good time. I mean, we'll we'll have endless stuff to report on and talk about. And I guarantee you, win or lose, more more people are going to wake up, more people are going to uh be red pilled just by the fact that Donald Trump has decided to remain in the political realm, to remain in the fight. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please go ahead and smash that rumble button and share this broadcast and subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Please smash that rumble button. Consider supporting this channel using the links in the description. Right now you can save $250 on a three-month emergency food kit. And let's be honest, uh, Trump has told us it ain't going to get better anytime soon. People got to suffer more. <laughs> That's what the dude said in his, in his, uh, his, his announcement of his campaign. He said, people got to suffer more. I'm like, damn, really? I'm, I'm suffering, man. I've, I've had enough. Enough is enough. But nope, Donald Trump says we got to suffer more. So that means the rising food costs, the, uh, the gas prices, the inflation, it ain't going to get better. And it's got to get worse before it gets better. So... You know, now is the the best time to get prepared yourself and your family. Um, I'll tell you what, when we not, not just for food shortages, but also like I live in Florida, we have natural disasters, hurricanes, and stuff. And there was nothing that gave us more security than having that emergency food kit in the closet, ready to go if we needed it. Now, luckily, we didn't. But uh, when when shit hits the fan, you don't want to be. Like, you don't want to be amongst the other people panic buying at the grocery store. So it's good to get prepared. Um, and I, I promote the I promote um, my Patriot Supply because I believe in the company and I believe in the product. And it's, a, it's actually a great product. So, anyways, I'm going to shut this down, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you all for watching. And I will see you next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.